Defending liberty one hour at a time and broadcasting live from the RWB Network Studios in New York City, this is the Rhino Report. Always right. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We are going to make America great again. My fellow Americans, let's roll. And now, here's your host, the Rhino. I am the Rhino, and this is my report, and we are coming to you today live from the RWB Network Studios here in New York, and broadcasted by CRN Digital Talk Radio. I do have a question for you. Do your kids play too many video games? Instead of going outside, they're hunkered down in front of the old 70-inch TV, talking over a headset to people they don't even know? Well... It's better than doing drugs, right? Yeah, well, one mom in Florida found that uh, it might not be. She bought a used copy of Grand Theft V for her son, her 11-year-old son, at GameStop, a very popular video game retailer. When they got home, her son opened up the case, and lo and behold, there was no game inside. But there was a bag of meth. Yeah, wow, that escalated quickly. From video games to methamphetamines. This isn't the first time it's happened either. The same exact thing happened to a mother and her, again, 11-year-old child. This happened in Louisiana back in September. She bought a game from GameStop, and it had drugs inside of it. Maybe kids should stop playing video games. Nobody needs meth mouth at 12 years old. These drug dealers sure are getting a little crafty, aren't they? Trying to reach our kids in a whole new way now. We got a big show today. Uh, First up, as the weather turns nicer, we're going to see more and more Fight for 15 marches popping up around the country. But two major cities are already feeling the sting from their mandated wage hikes. On January 1st of this year, will your town or city learn from these mistakes? Also, the loony left is once again calling for the impeachment of President Trump over his firing of FBI Director James Comey. When will one of these uninformed idiots actually pick up a copy of the Constitution and stop repeating the calls from the most extreme Alinsky-like parts of their party? We'll talk about that. Also, we'll talk about healthcare a little bit today. A little bit on healthcare. One of the nation's largest providers is pulling out of Obamacare. We were all warned about this years ago. As the chickens come home to roost, guess who the Democrats are blaming? Yeah, you guessed it. And if you're looking for a home, you're in the market right now, I'll tell you about the worst property on the market. A home you might need a helmet to live in. Plus, the Rhino Report turns 300 today, and I think we look pretty good for our age. Maybe we'll get just a little bit nostalgic on today's show. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Rhino, R-Y-N-O, on air, at Rhino on air. Also, check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Rhino Report. We're there. We're on Facebook, and you can always email me. You do email me. Keep emailing me. I love answering emails, as long as they're nice. Rhino, R-Y-N-O, at rwbnetwork.com. Keep them coming. I love reading them. I love your feedback. And we have a lot to get to today. Hang in there. Hey, guys. Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty HealthShare. If your health care has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up, because you do have options. Liberty HealthShare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here, and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty HealthShare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your health care. 
Liberty HealthShare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty HealthShare today at 855-585-4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Thanks for hanging out with me. As always, our big shout-out to everyone listening right now live on Red Nation Rising Radio, live on Streaming Talk Radio, the replay at night, klrnradio.com. We're on the streaming player on westernfreepress.com, and, of course, live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, crntalk.com. So this first story... All right, you go to the video game store. I haven't been to a video game store, or I guess any video game place since Blockbuster closed. They used to rent the games out there. Um, so I don't, I'm don't. i not really sure what's you know who works at these places. I'm not quite sure what the whole process is for buying or trading used games. But can you imagine being the mother in this situation? So your son comes to you. Your 11-year-old son comes to you and says, Hey, Mom, thanks for the game. By the way, there's a bag of methamphetamines um, in there. I'd like the game. So now you're a mother, and you're holding a bag of meth. All right? So what you have to do is you have to go to the police station. Right? You have to go out to the police station, but imagine walking into a police station with a bag of meth. No, no, no. This isn't what it looks like, I promise. <laughs> I, I mean, talk about the situation you're thrust into when that happens. And the fact that this keeps happening at GameStops, I mean, twice in a matter of a year. You got to start looking at who you're employing here. Or at least they got to open these used games up when they get traded in, right? I mean, either one of the employees who has been transferred from Louisiana to Florida is a is a drug dealer or they're just they're taking these trades uh, i mean is it a fair trade i'm not even sure how much grand theft five costs is a bag of meth a fair trade i is it a barter system at gamestop i have no idea no idea so the other day i get a request and uh, I, I get this request often um from some of our great sponsors they ask that that I go back through some of the old shows and I, I cut out certain parts of the show and I send it to them and they use it for marketing purposes or, or regulatory purposes or whatever they use it for. So I, I, I haven't had this request in a while, so the other day I'm going through some of the old shows and it's always interesting, I'll, I'll use that word, to listen to yourself from perhaps three months ago, a year ago, a year and a half ago. And one of the folders I'm going through looking for shows happens to have the very first show. The very first one. November 4th, 2014. You won't find that show anywhere. I have made sure it has been deleted from absolutely every source it could possibly be on. But it caught my interest. And it caught my interest because I also realized that today was going to be our 300th show. And I know that's not a lot. There are shows out there that have you know, 10,000 shows or 5,000 shows. But in the world of, of grassroots radio, when you can make it a year, right? You make it a year, it's kind of like marriage, the first year of marriage. You have some good days and you have some awful days. Now, perhaps the attrition rate in grassroots radio is much higher. Uh, there are not a lot of shows that make it past the one-year mark. We hit that, that little milestone last November. And, and I'm going through these shows, and I'm listening to the first one, and I, I found two things to be very interesting. Number one, the production value sucked. It was absolutely terrible. And it was really bad because... Um, I had no idea what I was doing. That first show had about five downloads. Um, as I tell the story, I believe four of them were me, and it, it grew from there. Also, what I found interesting was that as I was the same exact person, 
Now, I have friends that do radio shows, and they are much different off-air than they are on-air. They have radio voices and, 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 and a certain persona that, that they sort of play. And we've heard Alex Jones talk about this in the past. Um, but there was no difference. And I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But there was no difference. Um, so I guess at the very least I can say I've stayed true to myself throughout the, the 18 months that we've been doing a radio show. Of course, our 300th episode also coincides almost to the day with our one-year anniversary with uh, CRN. We've been on CRN. It was actually May 9th was our first day. I, th I thought yesterday, uh, the 10th, it was May 9th of 2016, was our first uh, show with them. And the first live show uh, perhaps was just as bad as my first podcast ever. And uh, so the people at CRN, they do a great job. Uh, Eric, Mike, Mike, Jose, uh, Jen, they all do a great job, and they put a lot of work in uh, to this show to make it sound uh, good because I can't do that on my own, and uh, I, you know, I have to thank them for that because they put up with me, and that can't be easy. Um, but it, it has been fun. It, it, this is a lot of fun, and again, like marriage, whether you have the good day or you have the bad day, at the end of the day, you still love it. You. Still love your spouse you still love what you do there are days and, and you can ask some of the people especially our volunteers you can ask uh, Tina who's a writer for us or Mary Beth who runs our our social media uh, there are days where we finish the show and I go you know what that was a real clunker I didn't like it and uh, they're there to tell me that it was good I think they're just being nice to be perfectly honest with you uh, but you know what it happens it, it, it definitely happens especially in a news cycle like we have been in for the last 18 months or so with the lead up to the primaries and then the primaries and the general election and now of course uh, President Trump and everything that's surrounding his presidency uh, it's kind of been sort of I mean you think it's been this crazy news cycle where you can come up with stuff every day to talk about but really it's kind of the same thing it's just it's it's different machinations of of the same topics and, and that's what really torpedoes a lot of new shows, um, is, is when they find out that they're repeating themselves. And some of your second favorite hosts, your, your Hannity's, your Levin's, your Rush's, I love all three of them, uh, but they do repeat a lot too. They have three hours of, of material to fill, which makes that uh, just a little bit harder. Um, but that, that's what, what does in a lot of shows. And we've tried to keep it fresh, we've tried to keep it somewhat new, a little edgy here and there. Um, to hopefully keep your interest, and um, I, I thank you guys for listening, and I thank you for supporting the show, and on Twitter, and on Facebook, uh, because it, it always means a lot to me. I, I've told you guys many times, we don't take a dime from this show. Uh, what we do is all the money goes back into production, and into marketing, and into development, and uh, when people say, hey, it's a great job, or uh, we love today's show, that's what keeps you going to the next day, uh, to the next day. I, I knew we sort of had something going on when we were uh, we were on a, a internet station. The first station we were on was called Red State Talk Radio. And they had two feeds, a B feed and an A feed. We went on the B feed at 1 o'clock in the morning. And within two or three weeks, we were the number one show um, on that B feed. And then thanks to people like Don Nguyen and, and Primo Mondone, they pushed us over to the A feed. And we were very successful there, too. And then that was kind of the catapult for us. And uh, that's because you guys listen. And uh, you, you email me and... You tweet me, and it's really your show. Always really has been. I'm just the one talking. So I want to thank you, and that's my little nostalgia for the day. When we come back, we'll talk about minimum wage. We haven't talked about minimum wage in a little bit, but there are a couple of cities starting to feel the heat over the increases that were mandated at the beginning of this year. There are businesses closing. There are people out of work, and it's all because the Democrats in these cities had to raise wages at the request, of course, the unions. Who else would be at the bottom of this? All right, hang in there, guys. we got a big show today. 
Hey, Lorraine, do you realize that your mother, my mother-in-law, Chef Maria, has been serving Las Vegas since 1949? Yes, I do, Dennis. That's when she first met Howard Hughes, who fell in love with her cooking. And in 1955, she opened her first restaurant on Fremont Street. Yes, dear. And another great customer was Liberace. Wow. Then in 1962, while Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack were causing global excitement on the Las Vegas Strip, your family opened their second restaurant. And in 1960, 72, Elvis Presley began electrifying Las Vegas audiences and eating in our restaurant. You know, Lorraine, this is quite a town. There's only one Las Vegas. And there's only one bootlegger Italian bistro. Folks, when you're in Las Vegas, come visit us. We'll make you feel like you're part of our family. The bootlegger Italian bistro, conveniently located at 7700 Las Vegas Boulevard, South Strip. Visit our website at www.bootleggerlasvegas.com. Hey there, did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-989-1361. 800-989-1361. That's 800-989-1361. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you could donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now, 1-800-785-9618. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-785-9618. That's 1-800-785-9618. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We have a lot more to get to today, but check out all the older episodes on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, but as I noted earlier, the number one episode will not be there. I can guarantee you that. That has been bleach-bitted away from existence, that first episode. But I do have it, so you'll need to steal my laptop to get it. Um, hey, I got some entertainment news for you. This is, this, this, this is funny. I mean, it's not politics, but it's very funny. Um, so you guys know that I guess Ryan Seacrest, he's going to join or has joined. I don't watch that garbage. Uh, Kelly Ripa for that. I guess Kelly and Ryan, it was that old Regis and Kathy Lee show. Then it was Kelly and everybody else. And um, so she was all mad, right, because Michael Strahan left the show to go to Good Morning America. And Kelly Ripa did not like that because she thinks she's the star, right? She's the big star in the show. She was in a soap opera or something. Um and, and she promotes, I don't know, uh, the cooking ovens or something. Uh, so now now they have Ryan Seacrest with her. And she is fuming again. You know why? This is hysterical. Because ABC just bought the rights to American Idol. So American Idol used to be a Fox show. And Ryan Seacrest worked with Fox. And he was the host, of course, of American Idol. Uh, now that ABC has American Idol, Ryan Seacrest is going to do American Idol and... I guess along with Kelly and Ryan, uh, but she's fuming because she thinks she's the big star. She's the big star on that show. That is almost as unwatchable as The View. The View is just uh, the best way to watch The View is to is to change the channel. That's the best way to watch it. Um, also, in entertainment here, 
Uh, Colbert, did you guys see this? Uh, they taped... Uh, they tape these shows early because they all screw up and they got to edit stuff. So uh, they don't do these things live. Uh, Colbert was taping his show on, I guess, Tuesday. And the firing of James Comey had just happened. It had just happened. The audience had no idea that this had just taken place while they were waiting for Colbert to come out and do the show. And he says, the FBI director has just been fired by Donald Trump. And the crowd cheered. They cheered. This whole crowd, the, the most leftist, loony, extremist, snowflake audience, they cheered because they weren't told how to react. They knew that Hillary had just said for the last six months that Comey was the guy who was responsible for her losing the election. So they cheered. But that wasn't what they were supposed to do. The sheeple didn't listen. They didn't listen. And he was he was clearly just a little taken back by it. And, uh, yeah, he goes, oh, wow, uh, we have a lot of Donald Trump fans in the audience. No, you don't. No, you don't. They just weren't told what to do. They weren't told what to do. But that was very funny. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Uh, you know, you, you won't see it a lot of places, but a couple places are showing the clip of it. Maybe we'll put the clip up on uh, the website. We'll do that tonight. So you can check that out there if you're listening to the show on a replay. Um, also... This fight for 15 stuff, this has really hamstrung a lot of businesses, uh, most recently in New York and Seattle. Now, we saw in San Francisco people, they're living on the streets out there because nobody can afford to employ these people. They had to lay off like 200,000 people a couple years ago when they raised the minimum wage out there. Uh, But New York, now they had a mandated, New York City, a mandated $2 an hour increase in minimum wage starting January 1 of this year. And as we've said many times on this show, you just can't expect a business owner to all of a sudden boost his his revenue by 20% just because you feel like you know paying people more or telling that business owner that they have to pay people more. Uh, it's just not realistic. Uh, any business that, that grows 20% year over year is a tremendous business model, and I'd love to hear it because that's pretty good. So there's a chain of Cuban restaurants. They've closed two of their locations. They've also raised prices at another, and that's what's happening. They're either closing locations, laying people off, or raising prices. Now, there are some business owners who are obviously rather leftward-leaning, and they're coming out, and, and this is their spin. Their spin is that the customer doesn't mind paying higher prices because the customer knows the workers are making more. That's the spin. And I can tell you as a customer, I will just eat in more because that winds up being the cheapest way to go about it and perhaps even the more healthy way of going about it. And if you look at Seattle, Seattle has, they're plummeting. They were net down 900 food service jobs from 2015 to today in the city of Seattle. The state of Washington as a whole, which does not have the mandated increase, up 6,200 more people are employed now than 2015 in the food service sector. So, you know what? When you don't regulate pricing the way these big liberal cities like to, you actually get to grow. It's a free market. Isn't that something capitalism always wins? Communism and socialism always loses. You can be a winner, though. Stay tuned to this show. This is the Mungle on Movies. I'm Matt Mungle. Jonathan Levine directs the new buddy comedy Snatched and loves the script. What I loved about it was that it was this big kind of adventure, which is, which is something as a filmmaker um, you don't really get to do with an original story. I mean, you might get to do it with a Marvel movie or a DC movie, but to tell an original story on that big a canvas is a rare opportunity. And uh, next thing I knew, I was in Hawaii scouting locations. Snatched hits theaters May 12th. For reviews and interviews, go to mungleshow.com or follow me on Twitter at The Mungle. Hi, friends. This is Larry Manetti. Go to LarryManetti.com to get my book, Aloha Magnum. You'll read all about the wonderful guest stars like Carol Burnett, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, and many, many more. There is an episode guide and my favorite recipes that I really cook at home. I will include a free signed photo with every book. Get Aloha Magnum at LarryManetti.com. Order now. Aloha. 
Join Gary Sinise as he presents the Concert for Defenders, honoring our military and first responder communities, with special guest stars Five for Fighting, Catherine McPhee, and Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan Band. RSVP today for tickets, concertfordefenders.com. Mark the date, May 12th, the free concert. Mark the day, Friday, May 12th, at the VA Hospital Jackie Robinson Stadium parking lot, 100 Constitution Avenue in Los Angeles, California. There will be food trucks and the big concert with Five for Fighting, an appearance by Catherine McPhee, Gary Sinise, and the Lieutenant Dan Band. RSVP today, the big free concert, May 12th, Go to ConcertForDefenders.com. Again, see Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan Band, Catherine McPhee, the Concert for Defenders. Contact us at ConcertForDefenders.com. That's ConcertForDefenders.com. If you have a loved one you think has a drug or alcohol problem, listen closely to this message. The clock is ticking on your family, and when it stops, someone dies. Alcohol and drug-related deaths have doubled in the last few years. You don't have time to wait. If you think your loved one has an issue, call Ken Seeley Rehab now. Let us help your family. We'll focus on fixing the core issues and help your entire family heal. And we are not just another revolving treatment center. You're not just another number to us. You're a family. We can help your family heal the shame and the pain of addiction. Ken Seeley Rehab accepts most PPO insurance policies. If this is you, call now. We want to help. 800-978-4814. 800-978-4814. 800-978-4814. That's 800-978-4814. Michael Horn and Fred Dreyer for you for Solar Optimum. We come and broadcast from the Solar Optimum Studios This is a big deal. You can save energy if you put solar power on your house. Am I right, Fred Dreyer? Well, listen, if you're tired of those offensive power bills, which I know I am, I I had a bill the other day for $683. That's just completely outrageous. Anything over $150, you got to get Solar Optimum. And they now have this Tesla battery that uh, not only is there for you in a power outage, like an earthquake or the wind blows out the power or something hits and the power line goes out or whatever, but it's there for you in the evening to trickle in more power in your house so you can save even more money. You can go and find out more information and get that Tesla battery in your home. Am I right? Yes, you can. And uh, all you got to do is call 818-745-1489. Don't be left out in the cold and the dark. Save your family. Get light in there. 818-745-1489. Solar power and the Tesla backup battery. 818-745-1489. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We're talking about the fight for 15. It's putting people out of work. It's closing down businesses, but they don't care. They don't care. They want to regulate. You got to regulate what people make, what people spend. That's how you create control, right? If you start regulating everything, everybody starts to fit into this nice, neat little box. And when you have a nice, neat little box, you can do whatever you want with it. And that's what's happening with the fight for 15. Uh, You know, there should be minimum wage laws. I'm not against that. I just don't believe they should be upwards of $15 an hour. For the most part, minimum wage jobs were not meant to be career positions. They weren't meant to, you know, to to support a family on there. Meant for high school students, for college students. Maybe you're out of college and you can't find a job yet, you know, in the career path that you want. So you work a minimum wage job to keep the lights on. That's what it's there for. When you start raising the floor... That's not going to say, well, all of a sudden, everybody's more prosperous now. Because when you have the ability to pay more, people have the ability to charge more. They know how much you're making at the very least. So the next part of this is now to put ceilings on things, to put caps on things. And you already see in a lot of cities, they have rent control, right? They have rent control apartments where a, a, a owner, property owner, buys a building. And then the city says, nope, well, you can't charge more than you know, $1,000 a month or whatever it may be. And and that's what you do. First, you raise the floor and then you lower the ceiling. And all of a sudden, everybody fits into this box. So you're seeing a lot of business owners, they're revolting, they're laying people off, they're raising prices, that doesn't help anybody. And then if you look at New York City, they have that new law now that you have you can't charge less than $13 for a pack of cigarettes. 
and uh, now you're starting to talk about the pricing of a private product sold by a private business. There's no government cigarettes. You can't just go and, you know, go to your local commissary and, and buy government cigarettes. And, and this is all part of the control, all part of the control. And then you add in lawlessness, all right? And when you have control and you have lawlessness, you become the answer. You become the thing people look to. They say, okay, things are out of control. There's lots of crime. We can't solve anything. We don't have any guns. We don't have any money. I guess we have to rely on Bill de Blasio or we have to rely on Barack Obama, right? That's what they want. They want to be in control of everything. And there are certain people who are willing to submit. They're willing to say, okay, I will make $35,000 a year because I don't make that much now and I won't want any more. I'll do whatever they want just so I have that guaranteed money and perhaps a guaranteed two-week vacation built in. And, you know, prices are, are regulated across the board. The ceiling has come down and they're willing to do that. See, people like me are never willing to do that. I won't let that happen. I won't submit to anybody. It will never, ever become an issue for someone like me. And there are a lot of you out there who saw this and you voted for President Trump because you don't want to submit either. You just want your country to stay out of it. Just stay out of it. You want to have a little minimum wage law, eight, nine dollars an hour? Fine. Everybody can agree that that's okay. There should be some floor. But 15, 16, it's going to be $20 an hour. $20 an hour. That's $41,600 a year. Some places want to raise the minimum wage too. And again, like I said a couple of minutes ago, add in the lawlessness. Here in New York, they have decriminalized a lot of things like peeing in the street and graffiti. You can do that now. Don't plan on driving an Uber. You can't do that in New York City. But you can pee in the street just fine. And here's the newest one. Here's the newest one. Let me, tell me what this reminds you of. Okay, you're in your apartment and the folks in the apartment next to you are having a loud party. Loud party, two, three o'clock in the morning. Maybe you've walked over and you've asked them to turn it down a little bit. They don't listen. Maybe your neighbors have gone and asked them the same thing. They didn't listen. What's the next step? I don't like doing it. No one likes doing it, but you gotta call the cops. Right? At some point it becomes, it's too loud, it's too late, we have to call the cops. Well now in New York City, if you call the cops, the cops can't even go inside. They can't even go inside. They can't issue a ticket, they can't do anything, they must be invited into the party. Now there may be illicit drugs, there may be underage drinking, there may, may, be, a, may be prostitution, there may be a whole slew of things going on inside. But the owner or the renter can say, I don't want to let you in, and they can continue to party until 6, 7 o'clock in the morning when the rest of us have to go to work, and they get to go to sleep now. So the only recourse the NYPD has now is to show up at 9 o'clock in the morning and hand them a noise violation ticket. That's becoming the new norm in New York City. That is new. Doesn't that remind you just a little bit of Brussels? Remember when they were looking for all of those terrorists over there from the Bataclan in Paris? And they were going through Brussels. And the, the caveat there is they cannot enter, search, or go into anybody's home there between the hours of 9 p.m. and 7 a.m. because they don't want to disturb people. It doesn't matter if someone had just shot a hundred people. Doesn't matter. Can't disturb them. They're getting their beauty sleep. Kind of the same thing, isn't it? Uh, in a lot of ways, these Democrats, and you know what? I almost hate using that word because they're not really Democrats. They're not really progressives. They're more like regressives. It's not Democrat. They're not progressive. They're just morons. That's the best word for it. In a lot of ways, these morons are the same as terrorists. They're the same as ISIS. Look what happened. You have with Brussels. You can't go in. It doesn't matter if someone in that apartment in Brussels just killed 55 people with an axe or a shovel. You can't go in there because they're sleeping. They're resting. You can go in the morning. Well, they're gone by then, right? Now in New York City, you can't, you can't enter someone's home. 
after certain hours, even if there's a complaint filed by somebody, a criminal complaint, you can't do it. Well, what's ISIS doing over in Iraq and Syria? Taking down all the Christian monuments? All, they're, all, they're blowing them up. They're plowing them over. They're destroying Christian history. What are the Democrats, the morons, doing in Louisiana? They're removing history. Jefferson Davis, like him or hate him, he's a part of our history. It's a part of history we should remember. Because those who don't learn from history are what? Doomed to repeat it. The morons act just like the terrorists. Almost as if they're one of the same. One of the same. And guess what? Both want to control you. Terrorists control through fear. Morons control through your wallet. All right, when we come back, we'll talk about another moron who doesn't work for the FBI anymore. Guess who that is? We have a lot more on this. Hang in there, guys. Staples knows that when your spreadsheets no longer spread, it's time. When your presentations are not presentable, it's time. And when tensions in the office are high... No, tensions are very, very high. It's definitely time. And it's times like these when pros turn to Staples. Staples has the latest HP and Dell PCs at great prices every day. And when you buy a new printer or PC at Staples, you get 30 days free tech support. So with Staples' help, your business won't miss a beat. Staples, it's pro time. Hey guys, Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty HealthShare. If your health care has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up because you do have options. Liberty HealthShare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here, and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty HealthShare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your health care. Liberty HealthShare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty HealthShare today at 855-585-4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call one 800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats, whether they run or not. Call right now and receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-785-9618. Donate your car today. That's 1-800-785-9618. Welcome back to the show. Check out all the older episodes. iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and of course, RhinoReport.com. I am going to get that video up there of Colbert and how he says, Oh, the president fired James Comey and he's looking for booze. He's looking for the booze, but the sheeple weren't told. The sheeple weren't told how to react, so they cheered because they thought that's what they wanted then they don't want it. They wanted it in October. They don't want it today. Maybe they'll want it again tomorrow. But for now, it just seems like they want to impeach the president because they don't know what they want. I'm still looking for the high crime in all this impeachment talk. Would it kill these people to actually read the Constitution? Would it kill them to know what it... I mean, the impeachment clauses aren't that long. It's a few sentences. I'm not sure if they have it on book on tape or if it has to be a pop-up ad on Google Chrome. How are they going to see it? At some, they have to see it. Because the American people are seeing obstruction. They're seeing opposition. They're seeing resistance. They're seeing people who for the longest time, the longest time, eight years under King Obama were complaining that the Republicans were the party of no. They weren't playing ball. They didn't want to be bipartisan. And now they're doing the same thing. And yes, is there some hypocrisy on the Republican side? Sure, there is. I'm not going to let them off the hook either. Because they have done a lot of wrong over the years. But with the Democrats, with the morons, it's just, it, it's, so, it's out there. The people see it. You cannot say 
for six months that James Comey cost you the election, and then he's fired, and then they wonder why you're not happy. And then what they say to themselves, they say, these people will never be happy. That's what they say to themselves. When you look at the numbers from the election, you look, you go back to November, and it, we do a fair amount of looking back because you have to look back to look forward sometimes. If you look at the numbers, it was clear as a bell what the problem was with the Democrats. And I don't even want to give them this hint, but it was the fact that you had two-time Obama voters vote for Trump. That was the issue for them. It had nothing to do with with James Comey. It had nothing to do with Russia or these Russian bots, right? That's that's the collusion. That's the interference is that Russia put all these Twitter bots out there spreading tons of fake news about Hillary because there was no fake news about Donald Trump, right? There was nothing like that. That never happened. The issue was you had Obama voters two times. If you look at at Eastern Ohio, Western Pennsylvania, Southeastern Michigan, these were these were strongholds for President Obama. Places he could bank on 60% at least. Hillary Clinton lost them. Trump won 60 to 70% in all those little areas. Because they were tired of the Democrats are never going to be happy. They're always going to complain. They don't want to work together. This should have been the one thing that both sides said, you know what? This makes sense. It makes sense to get rid of somebody that has investigated perhaps both candidates. Maybe it's like starting over, starting from scratch. You know, getting somebody else in there, a Trey Gowdy, a Chris Christie, that could be a little tough. That's going to be contentious. It is. If you thought Neil Gorsuch was bad, you haven't seen nothing yet. Nothing. They're going to obstruct. They're going to hold up everything. Donald Trump still has not appointed all of his cabinet members. He still has like 150 appointments left, and they won't let him do it. It's all to obstruct. They do not want to work together. They never did. It was just a line. It was just a line you were being fed. And you didn't comply. When it came to 2016 in November, you didn't comply. They told you what to do and you didn't listen. And they're mad at you. They don't really care what you think. But they're mad that you voted for Trump. They're mad. They're still reeling. They are still reeling from that night. And guess what? I'm still smiling. Every time I get to say President Trump, I get a big crap-eating grin on my face. Every time, because I know how badly it pisses them off. And I've said it before. I sleep well at night when I know Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi don't. That gives me the best dreams. I fall right to sleep. This should have been something that was bipartisan. Everybody could agree on this. Even the sheeple-like Colbert, they thought it was a good idea until they were told otherwise. That right there was a microchasm for the progressive left. Until they were told, they applauded. Do you like being told what to do? I hate being told what to do. Nobody tells me what to do. If you don't like what I do, find a new friend. That's what I tell people. Was the timing perhaps, it, it could have been better. The, the timing of the firing could have been better. But it, would, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a catch-22. It was a rock and a hard place. If he fires Comey on January 20th, everybody starts screaming dictator. They start screaming dictator. He fires him now. Oh, well, he's under investigation. And listen, can we put this, put this to bed? President Trump is not under investigation. He is not under investigation there are people surrounding trump there are people on the periphery who the fbi is looking into the doj is looking into there is no investigation into the president of the united states none zero zilch nada zero nothing we heard of all these leaks from hillary clinton right we had this investigation this criminal matter with Hillary Clinton with the emails and for months we had leaks and leaks and leaks about somebody they didn't want leaks to get out about we still heard about them if there was any shred any iota of anything you would be hearing it non-stop they'd be doing live coverage all night long they have nothing they got nothing guys when we come back we have a lot more to get to hang in there this is the Rhino Report 
defending liberty one hour at a time. This report is brought to you by Bank of America. Entrepreneurs are increasingly optimistic about the economy, according to the spring 2017 Bank of America Small Business Owner Report, but this isn't yet translating into new investment in their business. The survey of 1,000 small business owners nationwide found that 52% are optimistic the national economy will improve over the next 12 months, up a staggering 21% since fall 2016. However, some uncertainty still exists among small business owners, as revenue expectations and growth plans remain at the modest levels seen last fall, and plans to increase hiring shrunk to a five-year low of only 18%. Sharon Miller, head of Small Business Bank of America. We saw a surge in economic confidence, and it's a great indicator of potential small business growth in 2017. However, we do see a wait-and-see attitude persisting as we see entrepreneurs hold back on making new investments to hire and grow in the year ahead. For more, visit newsroom.bankofamerica.com. Credit cards are sure fun to use, perhaps a little addicting, and they kind of make you feel rich. Well, if you're like most Americans, you've got over five maxed out credit cards in your pocket right now, and you can barely make the minimum payments, right? I'd like to personally recommend a company called DebtHelper.com. DebtHelper.com is a licensed and insured nonprofit debt management agency. They can help cut your interest rates by as much as 50% and lower your monthly payments, saving you thousands of dollars in finance charges on your credit card bills. DebtHelper.com does not lend money. DebtHelper's program could have you paying off your credit card debt in full in a three- to five-year period. Call DebtHelper.com right now for your free confidential consultation today. 866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-706-3328-866-
Then you need two thirds in the Senate. Uh, so let me just get, let me get the, the math right here. Uh, you have a Republican-controlled House, a Republican-controlled Senate. There's no way on God's green earth the Democrats are flipping either one of those in 2018. Although they're dilute, they're diluting themselves into thinking they might. It's never going to happen. Once Trump gets tax reform done, they're they're dead in the water. He's going to poke a lot of holes in their boat. He's already poked a lot of holes in the finance boat when it comes to taking some of the union money away. We haven't seen the union money go to Trump yet, but it's going to. It's going to. You're going to see a lot of unions, the UAW, United Steelworkers. You're going to see a lot of that money going towards Trump. That's going to put a big, big dent in the morons' coffers. A couple last little thing, two things here. Uh, number one, do you guys have a Jimmy John's near you? Um, I only know Jimmy John's because of NASCAR, because of Kevin Harvick's car. I have never seen a Jimmy John's. I've never eaten at a Jimmy John's, and I might not now. There's a picture floating around of supposedly the founder of Jimmy John's naked on top of a dead shark. I I'm looking at it right now. Um, and I kind of want to gouge my eyes out. He's saying it's not him. I, you know what? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. And then, uh, what's his name? Jim McElwain from uh, the Gators, the head coach. He said it's not him either. So apparently it could or could not be the one of these two guys. Uh, but Jimmy John here seems to be the number one culprit. They think it's him. Yeah, it's uh, because he's a big hunter. He likes the big game stuff. And, uh, I mean, he needs to lose a couple of pounds. I think he's giving the shark a run for its money when it comes to weight. And that's just my opinion here. Um, if you don't have to look at that, don't. Last thing. I told you I'd tell you about a house you can't buy. You can't buy this house. It's in China. So if you don't have any plans to move to China, you're okay. If you want to move to China, you got to avoid this house. It has been hit by cars 48 times over the last year. 48 times! They have to park a big truck in front of the bedroom so the cars don't come plowing through the, the bedroom wall. They have sandbags. They got everything. Despite all these accidents, no one's been killed. No one's been killed. They have to wear shoes in the house so they can start running when they hear the screeching tires coming. Apparently, the road bends around the house, and they want China to either pay them to move or move the road. Ha! <laughs> Good luck with that. Oh, uh, boy. China, China, China. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with me today. A big thank you to all those serving our country at home and abroad. And a big thank you to those in the law enforcement community. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all the hard work. Please keep it up. And above all, please stay safe. God bless all of you. God bless all of your families. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, I'm the Rhino, and I'm out. <laughs>